regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular features are shown. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. It's snowing. Oh, snow. Jesus. I'm up to my balls and knees in snow. Snow warning. It is snow warning from me. It's snow warnings from me neither. It's cold as hell it's outside. It's unbelievable. The UK has been racked head to toe in what can only just be described as snow. Beast from the east. The wind chill factor bringing about temperatures of anything up to or down to minus 15 degrees. Yeah, the Toronto snow bomb has whacked into the side of London with full aplomb, and uh, we are now trapped. We're, you, the audio you'll notice, of course, will sound dramatically different this week because me and Steve are indeed in the regular features snow bunker. We are snowed in. We are four stories below sea level and indeed four stories beneath the carnage that is unfolding on the surface above us. The last I saw, people were literally just pulling each other's limbs off um, for warmth, I think. Like, they'd seen that scene in the original Star Wars where somebody cuts open a Taunton mm. and sleeps in it. Taunton, I think a I've Taunton. Taunton. Yeah. Is it in Kent? I believe, yeah. 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 But they've, they've misremembered that scene, and instead what they're doing is they're pulling off people's limbs and they're just sort of splatting themselves with them in the hope that the viscera will keep them warm but it won't I saw a woman dragging a leg it was her own leg I think she just had a limp that's I mean that's fine what are you doing to how are you going to survive this Steve well, I'm wrapping up warm this isn't a joke we, 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 the UK is currently entirely covered in snow it may never recover we're looking at right now Degrees of minus... How many minus? At least 11 to 12. At least 11 to 12. Or at most. And now it's all about finding out what the situation is out like there in the outer realm and just trying to survive. Well, I've bought some tennis rackets. I'm going to put them on my feet. You pointed towards your dick when you said that. I'm, I lied. I'm going to put, I'm going to put it on <laughs> You're my... You're going to put a tennis put racket on, on your I'm dick. I'm going to put it on my dick. I, I thought I could hide it from you, but no. It's, you can't get one past you. I should say... In case it even matters anymore, this is Regular Features, the comedy podcast oh, that's yes. the same every week. Apart from this week, because it's emergency. It's an emergency podcast. Emergency lockdown of the podcast studios. It's frozen out there, and I'm about to snap my little dainty penis off. That's why you put a, That's why you put a tennis racket on it to protect it when it becomes so frosty and frigid that it might snap. It's like a a splint. Matthew, what of the boys of regular features? I don't know. I what presume become of them? I presume most of them dead. However, I know that Log is is fine. We he's, have received a dispatch from Nottingham. Yes, we have. Uh, he's he's doing good up in the King Billy. Um, I believe actually we've got a a report coming in from him just now on audio cassettes. Gosh, delivered by Owl. Thanks, Owl. I'll put it into the cassette machine now. I don't know about you, but I'm as cold as a butcher's whip. It's about as cold round here as a chilly hot dog. It's so cold, my mum dropped her nancies and guffed out a forbidding wind. To put it another way, which I expect to be doing for about a full minute, if temperatures were dreams... I'd be dreaming of being so cold that my socks went frozen, dropped off. 
It's so cold, I bet the Arctic and Antarctic will join up and finally polar bears and penguins will meet and against all odds they'll start fucking until icicles come out. I look out of the window and see that the road is icier than Matt Lee's taint. Hello, hello and welcome to... Oh, hello you phone, shut up you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Log Does Technically Original but Holy... Fuck off. Hello and welcome to another episode of Log Does Technically Original but Wholly Unsatisfying Analogies. Demonstrating for the tenth year running why cliches are so enduringly popular. My similes are bad like brown pesto and my metaphors are the visible still beating heart of a ghost that can't leave. And I dispense them all from the King Billy public house in Nottingham Town. Yeah, I'm stuck in Nottingham, and not just because of this cold snap, which they actually said on the radio is the most seriously cold weather in five years. So serious, the police cars are out, as you can hear. But then again, for five years, though, I mean, who can forget the legendary cold snap of 2013? I'm also stuck here because I'm waiting for a boatload of poppers to arrive so I can dilate my arsehole wide enough to fit in this boxload of fish-shaped dildos. No, no, sorry. Fist-shaped, not fish-shaped. I'm not kinky. Oh, boy, oh, boy! That'll be my poppers! Hello? No, I, I ordered some poppers. No, no, I ordered them from the IMBD. It stands for Internet Man Buying Dildos. What the fuck are these penguins doing here? No, no, I don't understand how making a typo in the address bar and ordering poppers from the internet movie database could end up with me accidentally buying the cast of Mr. Popper's penguins. What do you mean I've got to keep them because of Britain's diminished place on the global stage? What do you mean if they die I'll be tried for war crimes? What do you mean this gibberish talking sound effect is supposed to be used for telephone conversations and not people at the door? Okay, you can stop knocking on my door now. I'm, I'm talking to you. Yep, that's far more appropriate, but just as frustrating. Hello, lads. Yeah, this is a proper to-do. Well, give me a moment. I just need to look at what penguins eat. Ten to one, it's not cheese on toast, because I like that and it'd be too fucking easy if we could share. Back to you guys. Holy fuck. It sounds like Log is on, already on his last legs. I tried to touch the owl that delivered the cassette, but it flew away. That's what they do. It's what they're trained to do. They're professionals. You need to be a professional now. It was very, it was unprofessional of me to try and touch the owl on its breast. Uh, I thought I could, you know, just get a nice, nice feeling from touching its soft, downy feathers. But alas, it flew away before I had the chance. Well, it is a time for comforts, even if they are creature comforts. Mm. What an interesting little dispatch from Log there. I do hope he's keeping warm and safe in Nottingham. For a small amount of time, it's it's made me stop thinking about my imminent death in this icy cavern. And I hope that people outside of the UK listening to this podcast now will, will tell the world of our plight and our, our sacrifice that we made by spending our last few minutes of oxygen in this bunker mm. recording a comedy podcast for, for the outer colonies what if we, if only we could reason with this beast from the east mm. what do you think its voice would sound like I think it would sound like this ah! Ah! 
plaintive. I think you're right, and I refuse to even debate with anything that has a voice like that. So we're doomed. I've gone mad. You've got the snow madness, Steve. You've got the snow madness. If you could just stop eating that snow, (laughs) then you might be all right. But at the moment, no. Let's, I mean, I'm mostly worried about, we're going to have a dispatch from Gavin coming in soon. He's he's given us word that he is okay. He is surviving out there in one of the other pod bunkers. Yeah. We're very much in the ice level of regular features at the moment. World 3, part 2. World 3, 2, yeah. Coming up to the ice boss. Fuck. Probably some sort of golem. I think think at this point I'm increasingly worried for the safety of uh, of our... Who who are you worried for? The youngest of our pod brood. Jobri. Jobri. Jobri Screb. Jobri Screb. He is uh, currently on a on a bus that is traversing the the frozen wilderness. Should he survive, he will be the king of the north of the pod one day, but not today. Can we get in touch with him? I'm going to try and call him on his mobile phone. Okay, let's do this. We haven't asked him in advance for his permission to do this. (laughs) (laughs) We need to know if he's alive, Stephen. I don't know if that's coming through my headset. It's not coming through my headset. Joseph. Joseph. Joseph, Joseph, are you surviving out there? Oh goodness, um, I mean, I'm, I'm worried. There's a lot to worry about. I couldn't. I can't quite hear you, Joseph. You're you're out in the outer lim- limits, reaches of the ice. Listen to me, boys. Don't come out here. Oh God. Stark warning from Joe Scrabbles. Joseph, where are you? I'm on a bus. I'm surrounded by other refugees. What can you see out of the windows, Joe? Nothing. That's the whole problem. <laughs> oh my god, the snow has taken everything. I've got one piece of advice. And I listen closely. My advice is... <gasps> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Genuinely dramatic from Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Thank you for your sacrifice. I can only suspect that his bus has careened off the road in an icy mess. Yeah. And it's uh, crashed into some of the nothing. Just exploded in the snow, um, producing that most ironic of tableaus, a burning vehicle in the ice. Fire and ice and oil and a mangled corpse. Maybe a, a bit of a crushed up ginster's pasty as well. If the driver oh. had one of those in the glove box, Just then I rolling think around. the impact would really jam it up. Do you think it's possible to make diamonds out of ginster's pasties? If you crush them up hard enough, yeah. You I f- don't see why not. If we ever make it out of this, I've got a business idea that I think is going to blow your mind. What's the temperature on the temperature clock, Matt? Oh. Ten past midnight. Ten past midnight. That's not long left. We should touch base with the wild man. The hairiest man in the podcast, potentially. And maybe the only one who's going to survive this. God darn blizzard. Mr. Gavin Murphy. Gavin, come in, Gavin. Gavin, come in. 
Is he coming in? I don't think he's coming in. I okay, think he's going to be outside, in. but he's going to send an audio. I meant come in in a radio sense. Oh, I thought you thought he was outside the Oh, bunker. no, no, no. I meant like, come in. Can you read me? Come in. That's a thing, right? Right. You know, no, it is. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a radio in here. Oh, okay. What's happening then? Is he, has he, is he delivered something? Just Why waiting, the owl? Is it the owl the coming owl. back? I'm waiting for the owl. Yeah, oh. the owl will be here in a, just right. a moment, I think. I'm going to get it this time. <laughs> don't touch the owl, Okay, Steve. oh, I'm just going to... If it wants to be touched. Here he comes. Okay, let's pop this into the machine. Uh, hello, just is, is this on? Um, well, I'm not sure if this tape is going to get to you guys. A fucking owl, man. He looks like one of those mad transforming owls that you see on Japanese telly. Fucking looks all nice one second, and next thing he's all spiky. I can't be doing with that. I was walking around for a bit. And I found a, I found this little old house that I'm in. Um, and you can hear, well, you might be able to hear <laughs> that it sounds really creaky and old and echoey. Or, or if I can't be asked, I found, I've managed to find a room in the house with no discernible characteristics or weird reverb. Or, or anything. Might just, might just sound like a normal room. Strange though, because I was walking, I didn't know how, where I was going really. Like, I didn't see anyone for ages. But then I saw this fucking bus careen off a road in a big icy mess. And it looked like, I couldn't, I couldn't be absolutely positive, but it seemed there was like a little ramp that looked like he'd been placed there to purposely fuck the bus up. But I did, to be fair, I didn't have time to look properly because it sort of exploded a bit, the bus did. And I could see it burning there in the ice, which I thought to myself at the time was a bit of an ironic tableau, really. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't, I'm sure I'm talking nonsense now. Sorry, boys. They did manage to drag one survivor out of the bus, though. I mean, I say survivor, he's all fucking mangled up. Like, I think... He was on his phone or something because it seems like his iPhone has burnt into his face like something that would be a Black Mirror end boss if Black if Black Mirror was a computer game, but it's not it's on the telly. On Netflix now. I told the mangled up phone man that I saved that I brought him in here to make him better, but if I'm honest, I'm going to eat him. Yeah. I just... It's sort of eat or be eaten, really, isn't it? No, what? What? God, me too! So, sorry, phone boy. Just can't understand you. We're from different worlds, mate. God, don't fucking eat me. I'm Joe. Weird, I just... I caught his eye, or what's left at the top of one of his eyes, behind his phone. And I swear I recognised... Nah, it's gone. I probably don't know him, to be fair. That crafty owl bit me on the hand. Stop <laughs> touching the owl. <laughs> I told you, don't get become attached to it. It's a carrier owl. It technically that counts as a touch. Stop calling it Stevens Hedwig. It's not it's not a real name for an owl. I loved it. And uh it was great to hear the voice of Gav. Yeah. I uh, I he that warmed my heart. Not enough. To stave off death, no, for any longer, obviously, than is necessary. 
but it does does warm you to think that he's he's out there. Mm. What's this? The owl is back again. With, with and with an, another, it's log again. Quickly into the tape uh, machine. Dispatches are coming in hard and fast now. Well, me and my penguins have been huddled together all cosy like Tom Huddleston. And uh, apart from all the beaks tearing at my ball bag, it's just swarm as fuck in here. I've even had a chance to pick up some basics of the penguin language. It's, a, it's an interesting tongue, very big on context. For instance, this sound. If you're eating a bag of crisp, that seems to mean give me a crisp or I'll peck you in the ball bag. But if you're trying to work out what sex a penguin is by picking it up and checking out their underneaths, it shifts meaning into put me down or I'll shit in your eye. It's a very flexible and efficient language, and I can testify that penguins don't tell you twice. Oh no. I know that sound. Sounds like it's mating season and egg-carrying part of the year. <laughs> that's, that's what they call it. Well, I'm legally responsible for my boys, my beautiful boys, so it looks like I'm going to have to leave this hot, hot huddle and follow them on a march of the Mr. Popper's penguins! <laughs> And so, the penguins traipse the hundreds of yards along the desolate trek that is Nottingham's Maid Marion Way, with their eggs half out of their cloacas, desperately clenching until they reach the huge egg pit by the statue of Brian Clough. The females scout ahead, pecking every cunt they see, in a some would say needlessly aggressive display of beaky pecking. And now, thanks to advances in science, like off of the movie Up, where the dog did talk, we're now able to listen to their conversation as they enter the final leg of their long, long journey of egg. Oh boy, oh boy, my egg is half out of my fanny. Fucking, I'm gonna pet some twat in the knickers. Gotta clench, gotta clench, oh boy, I gotta clench good. Oh God, don't tell Brian I don't have an egg. Oh, next ride to the roundabout, lads. The fuck is she wearing? I am such a cumber bitch, no seriously. This isn't a penguin egg. What the fuck have I got mostly up me? It's a lot of fucking work, this, to say that the sex wasn't even that great. Jesus Christ, which one of you identical bastards is my wife, there Maureen? There is the Brian Clough egg pit. Oh, don't say that, I just nearly let go too early. Just, just ten more seconds. I am such a committed cumber bitch, I liked Doctor Strange more than Black Panther. That is how far I would go, I would say that. The egg pit! It's full! Oh, great. You mean I came here all the fucking way with this stuffed up my arse for nothing? And so, as the Brian Clough statue draws power from the egg pit and expands to 60 feet tall and starts stamping around the city of Nottingham under the control of a gang of agro-penguins, Oh, we see the awesome power of nature at its most raw. Well, I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, just, uh, Matt, Steve, have you got some? Didn't get anywhere near the owl that time. I'm, yeah, I tried to keep it away from you. <laughs> he, he saw me coming. I, walk, I came around the corner and he's, uh, he was off like a rat. One of the things about the apocalypse that I don't think is very well covered in most apocalyptic uh, fiction yeah. 
is the responsibility of HR department of some sort. And so I've decided to take it upon myself. With this apocalypse, I will be acting as the apocalyptic head of HR. Mm. And one of the key facets of this immediately is that this owl is an employee of ours. Oh. And I feel that, that as another employee, behavior towards it has been inappropriate. Okay. So, I'm not going to suspend you because we're trapped in a bunker. Yeah. But I just think maybe you should have a think about it. All the doors have frozen shut. They have. Which means hashtag me too can't get in. No, I thought you might make a joke like that. Yeah, I I have no sensitivity towards women. Or owls. Or owls. This is a male owl, by the way. Blew your tiny little mind, didn't I, just now? <laughs> I've decided it's the gender of the owl. Thank you. Like, plot twist. Yeah. I'm touching up a man owl. So it's actually a gay thing. Shit. Now you're being homophobic. <laughs> you're right, I am. Mm. It's the end of the world, man. What are you going to do about it? I am going to check the temperature clock again. Let's have a look at the temperature clock. It looks like it's half past four, uh, which indicates oh. that it's now... Is that uh, better? That's better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's It's gotten slightly warmer. It's balmy. We may be thawing out. No. But does that mean that Joe's body will also be thawing out? He's somewhere out there. I'd, I'd like the idea that we could claim his corpse and give him the burial that he truly wanted. Well, I mean, I like the idea as well, but it sounds like that probably... I don't know what he wanted, but I'm assuming that would be uh, some form of expense. Well... I just think maybe if it thaws out, we could just be like, well... I think we can do it on the cheap. I think he, he wanted some sort of boat, like a Viking. Exactly. Thing. But I think if we just let him thaw out and if he's in a bit of a puddle, then we're like, well, that's a burial at sea. Oh, yeah. That's a burial at sea, isn't it? And if anyone says, well, no, it isn't. Mm. Bit of table salt in the puddle. What's the difference? Uh, now, now that I think about it, I'm actually a bit sad that Joe's dead. Are you? It's just gotten to me now. That's interesting. It's just gotten to me. I'm still fully in self-preservation mode. Yeah. I think if I ever make it out of this, I'm going to start voting Conservative immediately. Um, because I think that, honestly, I'm the only important person in this bunker. Well, oh my god, the owl's back. Whoa! How does he keep getting in here? It's a, a system of uh, ventilation shafts <laughs> through it's, which the owl scurries like a... Owl been watching the film Die Hard. <laughs> I think Is that why it's like wearing a vest? The alien from Alien. Oh, that's scary. Just like, pff, going through. I can't like, believe you're trying to touch up such a scary owl. It's not. When it pops its head out of the ventilation shaft, it's just a lovely owl. And that's what... Uh, anyway, I'm going to go pick up the uh, the cassette tape that it's okay, dropped. Sure. Um, Do you want to put this one into the machine? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Just touch the owl. Do oh, Stephen! I accidentally touched the owl as I was taking the cassette tape out of its well, beak. Isn't that a weird coincidence? Let me stick it in the machine. Uh, no, do, do put the tape in the thing. The tape in the machine. Oh, that's what you meant. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was a nickname. Yes, here we go. Here we go. 
Oh, fucking hell. Well, I'm sat here with a 60-foot Brian Clough powered by a penguin hive mind in a threadbare plot that highlights the very, very real dangers of simply running with whatever the fuck you've just written because you're a lazy boy. Well, Brian Clough's just stamped Nottingham into dust in a display of wanton destruction that long-term residents are calling long overdue. So I decided to have a sit-down for a chat with massive Brian. So, Brian... What's your favourite musical instrument? I'm an oboe boy, and I always will be. I'd go as far as to say that I am obosexual. Like he says at the end of every episode of Quantum Leap, oboe. And you know what they say, you can take the boy out of the oboe, but you can never take the oboe out of the boy. And that's what I found anyway, much to the detriment of many of my boys. But seriously, I will say that I honestly thought for a very long time that the French name for the French horn was the Corps Anglais, as in like, the English horn. In fact, I'd worked out a whole comical skit centered around this concept in which the instrument had England and France's divorced parents, uh, neither of whom seemed to want custody of their, their son. It was a very funny skit, and I'm, uh, I've always wondered why the bit didn't land, because it really was very, very funny. I did all the voices. Until one day, a heckler explained to me that the French horn is a brass instrument, and the corps anglais is in fact a completely different woodwind instrument. It's, it's, it's actually an oboe, which you think I'd know. So, um, uh, have you ever thought of getting back into football now you're back and big? Well, you have to realise that I'm not actually Brian Clough. I'm the median desire of every constituent penguin made manifest. <clears throat> You'll be surprised to hear that yes, I am in fact planning on sending 11 penguins into the Sunday Leagues. I could bang on about tight egg control and transferable skills like teamwork and self-sacrifice, but in reality we've noticed that football hasn't had to deal with much in the way of beaks, so there's nothing in the rulebook against pecking the fuck out of your opposition's ball bags, and this is something that we feel might work in our favour. And finally, are there any short loops of really annoying music that you'd like to listen to for about 30 seconds odd? Yes, I'd like to listen to a very short snippet of Ding a Dong, the 1975 Dutch entry to the Eurovision Song Contest, please. It'd be my absolute pleasure, Brian. So, for the final time from the smoking wastes of Nottingham, it's time to throw back to my pals in the capital. Wrap it up, buttercups, and this one's dedicated to Gary at Lincoln Green. You know who you are. You're Gary, and you're at Lincoln Green, and yeah, you know that. Cheers. Bye-bye. 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 Where you think of going? Even where you lover is gun, gun, gun. truly humbling final dispatch from Log and a truly lovely stroke of an owl. I had, got, I had another another little stroke on Wait the way a out. Minute. If you stroke those feathers back a little bit, there's another tape hidden. Is it the fourth tape? And the fifth tape, I believe. <laughs> I know it sounds I know it sounds really weird. 
But sitting here with a big fucking belly full of stranger meat. Just keep thinking about Joe. So can't get his little face out of my mind. His little stupid face. His extremely edible arms. Um, arse that if you found it and you ate it, it would probably keep you alive for a bit. Weird how right, you think. Things come to you in stressful situations, isn't it? God, please don't eat me anymore. It's me, Joe. I'm Joe. Gavin. Gavin John Murphy. This is Joe. Yeah, I haven't got a clue. If only we fucking spoke the same language. You bloody dirty phone-faced bastard. I keep thinking. I've seen... Him get all mangled up by that flying bus. Who was he on the phone to? Are they dead? Could I eat them? I guess some things just we'll never know. Actually, I wonder if I could use the phone on his face to call for help. Let me just have a look at that. Hang on, let me Oh! That's my face! Gavin! No, that's not working. Oh well. Oh! Right. Wow. That's the end of that. I'm going to wing this tape over to you now, boys. I hope this owl doesn't fuck me over. I've been stranded for coming up to... An hour and a half now. I don't know how long is left of me because I'm running out of food. I've eaten this tall phone lad. This tall phone lad with brown hair that I found was wearing a black denim jacket and purple Vans trainers. Anyway, I hope you guys are having better luck than me. If you, if you find this tape, I personally would eat Steve first and then use Matt's body. As, as a big quilt or something. But, you know, you guys do whatever you want. I'm, I'm old-fashioned like that, so that's fine. Um, I'll just give this to the owl now, and then you guys will have it soon. Good luck, boys. And if you manage to see Joe in his delicious thighs, tell him I miss him. <sighs> Sobering, really, isn't it? That knowing that they're out there and we're in here, here and Joe's dead. I'm not yeah. really so sobered by that. I think actually, I know you're slightly sobered by it. I'm sobered, but I'm really trying not to be. Okay. Drinking booze. I was going to say, because I feel like every time I remember that Joe's dead, I feel like I've just had um, a tequila slammer. Mm. I think it's probably a grief thing, uh, but I do, every time anyone, including myself, says Joe's dead, I want to do a kind of Mexican wave. Even yeah. though there's only two of us here. What I always say is, don't cry because Joe's dead. Uh-huh. Laugh because Joe's, Joe's dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to look at it. And I think that's what, what he would I think that's what he would have wanted, mm-hmm. Matt. I think Joe would have liked us to have celebrated his death. Yes, and to spend the money that he had asked to be spent on his burial. Mm-hmm. And the insurance payout. And the which insurance payout, is which is very generous. Fairly substantial. Because I insured him for a lot of money you did. for his little trip up to uh, where, where was he going? Sked, Skeddles. Skeddles, yeah. Skeddles. 
People thought it was immoral to insure Joe primarily as a business asset. Yeah, then I put a ramp on the road so the coach flipped like a big fucking, oh shit, what? oh no, I've revealed the twist of the episode. <gasps> Stephen, I killed Joe. You killed Joe. For the insurance money. And there's nothing you or any insurance company in the world can do about it. I'm pretty sure that admitting that you killed someone for the insurance money means you don't get it. Well, I certainly hope that the recording of this episode isn't claimed by any owls behind me and flown straight to iTunes. Don't you worry. I'm pressing the button now to export this to cassette tape. That's well, fine, because there's certainly no owl twists coming up. No. Look at me shaking this cassette tape in the air, looking at it whilst going, ha, yeah. no chance an owl's going to take this away. I've just turned around. There is no owl. No. So... Uh, that's, that's really good, actually, because I wouldn't want this to go out. No, that'd be awful. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Regular Features. Yeah. If you like the podcast. Then thank you for joining us throughout these episodes. Obviously, it ends now because we're all going to die in the snow. And the oh, ice. no! Oh, the I owl. almost forgot the URL for Patreon. Oh, yes, of course. www.patreon.com forward slash regular features. Yeah. Um, obviously, you, the, you, you were about to say, I'll remember to give the URL. Yeah, exactly. That's why you said I mean, there owl isn't, There isn't then. an owl here. Yeah. Um, so I was said, oh, I'll remember that, Steve. Don't worry about yeah. it. But you you said it, so I thought, oh, there's no yeah. point interrupting him. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, if you have enjoyed this podcast throughout its entirety and you do want to commemorate us as we all die in the snow, know that any of the money you do um, donate to us via Patreon. It'll be purely symbolic at this point because we won't be releasing any further episodes. But what would happen is, you know, every episode you give us a little bit of cash just as appreciation of it. And we, you know, I, I guess, you know, our family's. Memorial. Would, yeah, we would have yeah. spent it, I guess, on memorials or funerals for um, for the cast of the podcast um, Stephen Log, Matt, and uh, Gav. We do have a live show coming up, which we won't be able to make it to because we're no, all frozen to we death. Won't. But if you want to buy a ticket to that and go along, I mean, you could probably just sit in the room with people and commiserate. Perhaps they'll prop our corpses up. <laughs> they on, might. On stage. And they you might. Can, um, you can lick my popsicle balls <laughs> for all I care. It won't matter because you'll be dead. Yeah. Uh, it still so feels like a, an infringement. But. It, it does. My mother would be <laughs> She upset. <laughs> really upset. But it's it's fine. She won't uh, she probably won't be there. Maybe check before you do it. Why? What are you say saying why? No, I just think if you if someone's gonna do that You're either saying my mother won't support my art or is going to die in the ice storm. No, I just think maybe she won't come to the, the live show. Well, if you would like to come to the live show, you can go to canalcafetheatre.com. Can I? Canalcafetheatre.com. Can I do that? Yes, you can, Al. Thanks. Um, otherwise, why don't you just tell people about this? Maybe not this episode. Yeah, maybe not. This was a. This was an. Old, oh my God, an owl! Oh no!